Chapter 18 Guard Duty Time passed. Gabe was very aware of time passing. He never really noticed it in heaven because of the general sort of nowness that I mentioned before. Plus, everyone is so busy enjoying themselves that no one cares what day of the week it is. But here, down on planet Earth, well, let's just say it was a little different. The three angels had now been on the planet for more than eight months, and the novelty had very much worn off. Are we nearly there yet? asked Gabe as they trudged down the dusty desert road following Mary, Joseph and the little donkey. Obviously not, snapped Finn, and you asking the question every few miles is in no way helping us get there any quicker. They'd been on the road for weeks, accompanying Mary and Joseph as they made their way from the hometown to Bethlehem for the census. Stupid census, muttered Gabe. Orders had come through from heaven's high command. As they were the so-called agents in the field, and since they were already familiar with the situation, this was the way that Mikey described it, they had been given the task of escorting Mary and Joseph on their journey. It is an honour, Finn had said. But after miles and miles of travel, all Gabe knew was that he was hot, tired, and his wings were aching. Halt! yelled Mikey. They'd arrived at a roadside inn, where Mary and Joseph had chosen to rest for the night. Ah, oh, thank you! Heaven, said Gabe, collapsing onto the ground. Mikey strode over. Come on, soldier, he barked enthusiastically. No time to rest. We need to establish a perimeter for the base camp. Grumbling, Gabe got to his feet. For your information, he said, I am not a soldier. I am a messenger. Mikey turned to him with a glint in his eye. And for your information, he declared, the message has been delivered, and you are now under my command, which makes you a soldier, he grinned. So look busy! Gabe groaned. Outside the inn, Joseph gently helped Mary down from the donkey. She was extremely heavily pregnant now, and it wouldn't be long until the baby would be born. As they went inside, the sun began to set. Slowly, Gabe trudged along as he patrolled the area around the inn. He paused and watched as Mikey concealed himself behind a wall, then dived out and rolled, then sprinted and hid behind a tree. Clear! he hissed to himself. He's actually enjoying himself, thought Gabe. All these patrols, security arrangements and hiding and lying down in the muck and the dirt. I just wish he wouldn't make the rest of us take it so seriously. He looked around. Other than the road and the inn itself, the only thing he could see for miles and miles were, were rocks and hills and the occasional small shrub. Surely nothing bad was going to happen around here. 
it? Gabe made his way back to the front of the inn. The cosy lights from the window now cast long shadows onto the ground, as the sun finally slipped behind the hills and out of sight. Finn was by the front door, leaning against the wall. Won't be much longer now, she said, as she saw the gloomy look on Gabe's face. At least, uh, I hope it won't be much longer, she added to herself. I must admit we are cutting it a little fine in getting to Bethlehem and in time for the baby to be born. Gabe said nothing. Still, cheer up. We'll be back in heaven before you know it. Unless they come up with some other excuse for us to stay down here, Gabe muttered. Now, Gabe, but this whole thing is taking ages, Gabe blurted out. It was supposed to be a, a, a quick trip to deliver a message. Nearly nine months ago. Uh, uh, now, Gabe, now I, I, I'm tired and I'm bored and I want to go home. He sighed. Finn waited for a moment and said gently, I do understand, but we have to be patient. There's nothing we can do that will get us to Bethlehem any quicker. Believe me, I, I wish there was. However, we are in the middle of something incredibly, wonderfully important here. Something that is going to change the entire course of history. Don't you think that's exciting? Isn't that what you wanted? Gabe shrugged. Suppose, he muttered, a front row seat on history. I never asked for a front row seat, said Gabe sulkily. I wanted a comfy seat with an armrest and a drinks holder. One of those levers you can flip to make the front of the chair pop up. Finn smiled and patted him on the shoulder. It will all be worth it, she reassured him. Believe me. And in the meantime, there's nothing you can do about it, so you may as well enjoy the journey. Now, I'd better go and check on Mary and Joseph. She gave him one last smile and disappeared off into the inn. Gabe was left alone. Apart from the donkey, which had a hopeful expression on its face. Donkeys are always hopeful that they're going to get fed. Gabe scratched its ears absent-mindedly. The donkey snorted. There was no food, but a good scratch was the second best on the list of things it had been hoping for. And then Gabe had the idea. There's no way we can get to Bethlehem any quicker, he thought to himself. Unless... He turned to look at the donkey. The donkey looked back at him suspiciously. Unless I can find a way to speed up the transport a little, thought Gabe. How do you fancy being the fastest donkey ever in the history of the world, he asked. The donkey frowned and backed away a little. It's okay, said Gabe. I'm a professional. I used to work in Heaven's design department with some of the best engineers in creation. 
He didn't mention that he'd been kicked out over that little incident with the two-headed chicken. I, I just need to make a few adjustments. And besides, he added, this isn't for me. This is to help Mary and Joseph. To help God's great plan for the universe come into being. He looked at the donkey imploringly. The donkey rolled its eyes. Gabe took that as an agreement. Yes, he said, and began to roll up his sleeves. Thank you.